humbling because you took the time out on a Sunday night, you know, at the end of your weekend to do this. So, all right. So let's get going. Uh, let me cover this. This is episode one. We are, we are talking about why youth ministry. So I want to welcome you. Here's the format. The format is going to be real simple. Every week we'll put out a social uh, announcement on the topic, but the time will remain the same. So even if I'm traveling or from a hotel or you know uh, wherever airport, uh, we're going to run these on Sunday nights, nine central. Okay. Um, following the week after the blog on Sunday night, I will post to youthology.com. Y T H O L O G Y. That's my website. Youthology.com. And the, I will post the, uh, the, the outline and the resource. Like I have a resource I'm gonna share with you uh, tonight. And so I'm gonna post that all on my website. I've been blogging. Some of you follow my blog. I've been blogging for uh, 12, 13 years, every topic in uh, youth leadership. So um, that'll follow. And then also I am recording this on another uh, format too. And I'm gonna post to YouTube uh, on Mondays, okay? So I'll get all that done and up and running and you'll be able to um, get resources out of this too. And uh, we'll get those posted. Okay, so uh, tonight, episode one, why youth ministry? I'm gonna give you two reasons why we do youth ministry. Reason number one, it creates sustainability in the church, all right? Reason number one, youth ministry creates sustainability in the church. The next leaders and ministers or uh, leaders in the marketplace, business leaders, are coming out of your youth ministries. Right? You understand that? We are creating a, uh, a ministry avenue, a marketplace avenue, because teenagers are moving from youth ministry right into the setting of leadership in the church. Um, children's workers, feed those kids into us. Um, but the students who leave us are going off to university or they're going into leadership in the church in some setting. So uh, it creates sustainability in the church. There's not an organization on the planet that doesn't talk about sustainability. You don't see organizations putting together one week or one month or one year uh, programming and, and goals for sustainability. They're looking at five year and 10 year decade goals, right? And I, I, I truly believe that that begins with, uh, with leadership development. And so sustainability in the church is the first reason we, we do uh, create, we create youth ministry. I wanna lead you to a study, um, and I'm gonna get, I'm gonna, I'm gonna leave this resource for you uh, this week. I'll put it up. Some of you have heard about this. This is Forbes Magazine, and Forbes Magazine listed uh, the most and least meaningful occupations, okay? So think about this, the most and least meaningful occupations. The, the number one most meaningful occupation by Forbes Magazine, this is, not, this is not like, you know, my own study because I love youth ministry, right? The number one most meaningful job in America is youth pastor. Dude, it's like right there, right? Youth leaders. Uh, right along with police chiefs and orthopedic surgeons. 100% of uh, youth leaders that responded to this said, this is the most meaningful management position I've ever had. Uh, 
things like it brought me strong meaning, okay? So sustainability uh, is the first thing. And then this study leads me to the second one. And the second one I'm gonna leave with you before we, we uh, go with some questions there is really simple. Sustainability number one, stories number two. Uh, man, 34 years in youth ministry, the stories, uh, I wrote them down, okay? These are, these are the names of real kids. Nathan, Alan, Lee, Mark, Jen and Dick, Thomas, Shannon, Dylan, Andy. I mean, each one of these stories are people who came into youth ministry or came into settings and where I uh, was able to minister to young people in camps or conventions or a, a retreat on the weekend, right? And to watch God transform students to find their purpose, I believe is part of the reason Forbes magazine responded uh, with this kind of um, publicity and advertising and marketing for, our, for what we do. Meaningfulness and fulfillment. I, I wish I had the time. I, mean, I wish we could do this for a half an hour on Sunday nights. And, you know, I've been talking to a, a few people and they're like, dude, 12 minutes is not long enough. And I realize that, but I'm going to stay to it for a while unless I hear otherwise. But I wish I could go back and tell you the stories of these students. Um, what I want you to do right now as a youth leader, I want you to think about a name. Just write a name down, like even right now. I want you to write a name down of somebody that walked into your youth ministry one way and walked out another way, right? Think about that, write that person down. I wrote these names down over the weekend thinking, God, that, uh, and some of these kids were straight, they were, they were good, right? And some of these kids walked into these settings and where they are today is all because of youth ministry. All because we recognize what we're called to, fulfilling students' purposes, okay? So, number one, we, uh, why youth ministry? Sustainability in the church. We are creating uh, the, the, the next leaders for the church. And you've heard me say, if the young people that I see across America are gonna lead the church, the church is in, is in great hands, right? And then secondly, the stories. We are helping to write and rewrite stories, right? Think about that. We are writing and we are rewriting stories. I don't know about you, but I would much rather work in youth ministry where I'm helping write stories than to listen to adults, uh, you know, at that level who just tell stories, right? So we're in the story making process. So, okay, we've only got a little bit of time left and um, I saw one question go by there and I'm gonna look again, okay? So um, if I see another one come, I'll, I'll do that, but I'm, I think I'm gonna take I'm gonna take the first question that I saw. All right, it came across yes, and so the question is this, real simple, because we've only got uh, like about four or five minutes left here. So here's how we'll do this. The question came across: How do I create leadership development in my youth ministry? Okay, so think about that. How do I how do I create leadership development in youth ministry? I think there are many ways. I mean, I'll give you. Uh, four or five real quick. Number one, you start with your teaching and your preaching because you can deal with that within every series you do, right? Leadership development. Number two, uh, your leadership meetings with student leaders and adult leaders. I know some of you meet uh, quarterly, some of you meet monthly. I know student, uh, student leaders uh, who meet on a weekly basis, right? Uh, you can break those kind of meetings down. 
So that's important. Number three, uh, parachurch involvement. Okay, you allow your students to get involved in, uh, you know, prayer at school or FCA or a captainship on their sports team or, you know, whatever. It, these involvement in parachurch settings and extracurricular activities create leadership characters and qualities. So push that and, and help kids get involved. Don't be the funnel where the kids just all come to the youth group, right? It takes a community, a village, right? Um, and then secondly, let me go to one more, um, what the, the other question. So the first one was leadership development. How do I do specifically do leadership development? And the second one is, what do I do with a student that's out of control? <laughs> oh, dude, that's a good one, right? Like we don't wanna just tell students, uh, you have to behave to belong, right? That we're, uh, we're not we're not about that, but we understand too that there is this whole youth ministry that we are responsible for, right? So one of the things that I would set up is uh, for you is your student leaders and your adult leaders who understand security, who understand accountability, who have a presence or an authority in the setting, whether it's at an event or whether it's on you know, uh, Wednesday nights or Friday nights or Sundays, whenever you meet, you've gotta have leadership that goes beyond just your presence there because you may be involved in certain kinds of things and you just can't break away, right? Or silence a kid in the back or, you know, whatever. So you need uh, students to help lead students because healthy students will create a, uh, a hunger in other students to be healthy and to listen. So. Uh, student leaders, don't let your kids just sit in their clique or sit in their squad or sit in their crew, right? You tell your student leaders to sit out. They know how to identify who a student is that might be an issue or a problem, right? So, uh, and the leaders can do the same thing. Just walk over, sit down. They don't have to say things sometimes, right? It's just that presence. The other thing is uh, leadership, I would say patience. Because what are we if we are not attracting the kind of students you say who are problems or an issue or a distraction. Listen, uh, rough students, disobedient students, unchurched students are not distractions, okay? They're potential disciples. So I want you to learn that uh, leadership development, sometimes it looks like, you know, the mature kids, and sometimes leadership development is going to deal with uh, students that just require a little more time. And so uh, sharing that responsibility will really help you, okay? So uh, again, I just have like a, a, a minute and a half or two minutes here. What I wanna do is just recap real quick. We talked about sustainability. Youth ministry is about sustainability in the church, creating the, church, leader, the next leaders for the church. And then we talked about stories. The reason we do youth ministry is because it's so fulfilling to, to help write stories and rewrite stories, right? And so I'm going to post this uh, article from Forbes so that you can uh, see that. And uh, that will be posted uh, in my blog. Uh, usually I blog on Tuesdays, so I'll cover uh, the outline, have an outline for this. I'll put the outline in there, some of the things that we talked about, and um, look forward to uh, next week.